Word. What up? Poncho, Youngblood, thank you guys for having us, man. This is a fucking absolutely beautiful shop, so we appreciate Thanks. you guys hosting thank us here. Welcome, guys. This is our first podcast out of our own studio, so we feel kind of like we're transcending, getting scrappier as hosting everything. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But I guess for everybody listening, why don't you guys kind of tell us who both you are and what you guys do to start out? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Um, Poncho. You guys want to bring the mics closer to your face? Sorry. All right, for sure. Word. Uh, well, my name is Poncho. Um, your real name. Tattoo artist for like about nine years, almost ten now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Word. My name Word. is Youngblood, a.k.a. Daniel Sandoval Hernandez. Uh, I've been tattooing for like nine years, too. And, yeah. How did you guys get into, like, art and tattooing as a whole? Well, I've been drawing since I was a kid. And then after that, uh, I think L.A. Ink was popping at the time. I was, like, 16 in school, not paying attention. I had, like, an epiphany on becoming a tattoo artist. And then just I just, like, kind of set that as a goal. Were people telling you when you were in school not paying attention? Like, were you getting heat from like society as a whole for that and just kind of getting lost in your own craft back then or was there like support for it for like being a tattoo artist or just yeah. art in general art in general i, mean, I guess art being a tattoo general, artist too i mean i just felt like there wasn't really too much of a of a job it wasn't looked at like a good job art art at mm-hmm. least but tattooing no one was really opposed to that even though it wasn't it wasn't too popular at that time my grandma was Grandma? Yeah. Opposed to it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my parents were opposed to it for the <laughs> show, but other than that, like, peers weren't really too opposed to it. When you, like, realized that art was the thing you wanted to pursue, was tattooing, like, the first thing that came to mind when trying to make money off art? Because I know, like, um, being an artist is hard to make money. It kind of just came to me because, like I said, it was like an epiphany. So yeah. It's like, an epiphany is a sudden realization. So, like, I didn't really was pursuing to think of what I wanted to be. It just kind of came to me. And then after that, I just kind of pursued it. Fuck yes. For me, it was a little different. Um, I was playing soccer at the time. I didn't even really know about tattoos. Um, I was back and forth in Mexico and coming back over here. So tattoos in Mexico weren't really that big. So then once I got over here, like he said, I lay ink that that really, like, kind of opened my eyes. And I, I seen the show. And I was like, oh, I can probably do this, you know. So I bought myself a kit and just started doing that at my house. Um, but that was basically it. I mean, I didn't think it was going to get, we were going to get to the point where we're at now. Because mm-hmm. that was never, uh, I never saw myself as a tattoo artist. I saw myself more as a, so- a professional soccer player, more than anything. That was the first goal? Yeah, that was my first goal. When did you guys meet? Uh, We met at the shop, maybe what, seven, eight, no, nine? Nine years now? Yeah, probably like. You guys like work together the whole time from the get go in the same nah, shop, or did I, you... I went to Twisted Image. I was working there first, or that's the only shop I've ever worked at besides here. And I, uh, I got hired first, and then he got hired right after. I got hired last. These guys didn't like me there, so. What's it like uh, convincing people for the first time to let them tattoo you? I feel like that might be kind of a a challenge. Well, for me, it was pretty easy because I already. Uh, before tattooing, I was already drawing rappers mm-hmm. and um, getting them to repost it and, like, get hella followers like that. So, like, I think that was already there. People were kind of, like, just waiting in line for me to, like, start tattooing, like, kind of, like, uh, bracing for it. They were down for that, yeah. for the style, for the art. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For me, it was a little different. Um, I remember just sitting at the couch at the shop and everybody else was tattooing and I was just kind of there. But um, 
I don't know. I guess just uh, whatever they would throw at me, I would just do it. And then from there, like, those people became my clients, you know. And yeah, he started at his house, though, too. So. Yeah. Wow. So it was a little different. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, you know, once is, we did Is there that, nerves the first time, like, at all? Hell just yeah. doing, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it didn't turn out good. I'd be nervous. I'd fuck it up. But yeah, that's so, not my craft. Yeah. Even if you are good at it, like, it's still going to be nerve-wracking. Yeah. Or. Yeah. So, Poncho, you, you weren't an artist growing up? Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I was always drawing, but I never really took it serious. I knew I could draw, but it was never, like, you know, something that I was, like, oh, I'm going to end up, you know, drawing for a living or making tattoos and stuff like that. But um, I've always been an artist. All my fa- my uncles, uh, they were artists, too, so I just kind of picked up. Yeah, that was basically it. Um, yeah. There's a lot of tattoo artists, obviously, fucking in Sonoma County alone, yeah. but in the world. Yeah, a lot of good ones. You guys alone. You guys go on both your Instagram bios, though, and the books are closed. You guys aren't accepting appointments. Um, mine for sure. I'm not accepting yeah. What um, have you guys done? Like, what do you accredit that, that buy-in to and, like, having just that demand as artists in such COVID. a competitive... COVID. COVID? Yeah. COVID spiked it up. Yeah, How did it do that? Yeah. Times 10. Just because everyone has nothing to do. Everyone was getting free money and said, free fuck it, I'm going to go get blasted. Time, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it just spiked it up. And after that, like, it just, it just all came naturally, yeah. organically. Like Mind this. you, when COVID happened, this still wasn't really a shop. So it was, like, perfect because we closed down all the windows with, like, uh, black bags. And then we just garbage started bags. working. Yeah, garbage bags. Yeah. And then we just started working in here. So everybody had a lot of time. And we did, too. So... We weren't was, on the map yet because it wasn't open yet. Yeah, so it was dope. It was probably like, it was dope. We so you, a good time. Yeah. you guys built this through COVID, this the shop and everything um, pretty much? Yeah. So we were still working at the other shop, um, and that's when COVID hit over there. Tell them, tell, them the, tell, there. tell them the story about our last day over there, what happened. So the police got called over there because we're not supposed to be working. <laughs> so the police got called over there, but for some reason... They called the boss and were like, the police called the boss and were like, yo, we heard you're still tattooing over there. We're about to go head over there and check it out. So we just got all our stuff, got our clients to take stuff, and we came over here. Yeah. Why would tattoo shops have to be closed for COVID in the first place? Like direct con- uh, yeah, contact. Yeah, I guess. Direct gotcha. Contact. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so all businesses were supposed to be closed at the time, but. It was like when there was like a curfew and all that. Like, yeah. All that craziness. Crazy yeah. ass rules. Yeah. That goes to show. Some like resilient characteristics though for you guys to build something beautiful. While most people are just oh, like, yeah. oh, I can't do shit. They're yeah, locking everything sure. down. That's not in our character to just let like time go by and not us not do nothing. We're, no hell no. Like, can you imagine yeah. like having to pay rent and not working for like almost what a year, year and a half? Yeah, like, so I would have been bankrupt. I would have been, you know. What do you guys accredit the hustler DNA to in life? Mexican being Mexican, being Mexican, my and dad, immigrant yeah. mentality yeah, and everything. Yeah, like just straight like. Getting out the mud, like my dad came over here at like I think when he was probably like twenty or something, and he just uh, it must have been hard to like not know any uh, English and then try to like make a career over here. So I just kind of saw that and like applied it to my own life. That's what you're subconsciously downloading as a kid is those yeah. that work ethic, those characteristics yourself. So yeah, the. The struggle is, it, you're lucky to be raised by the struggle if you could find the silver linings and, like, good shit that comes yeah, out of it. Yeah, and if you can sure. survive it. Hell yeah. Why you watch? Uh, for me, it was a little different. Um, my dad was locked up. I was, like, maybe nine months, you know, years old. I mean, nine months old. Um, so I ended up, uh, my whole family, well, he got out of jail and ended up taking us uh, down to Mexico. 
So then I ended up living over there, but it was like, it was really rough because he ended up getting locked up again. Mm. So then it was just me and my mom, and we were like really, really poor. So then like, I feel like that kind of shaped um, everything for me, you know? Because it's like, I had nothing, now I have a little bit, let's maintain it, you know? Mm-hmm. But that was basically it. Um, but yeah, it was just, you know, try to work hard, try to do the most that we can to help others and just go from there. Hell yeah. I read uh, some Tony Robbins or some motherfucker, some quote from them that was like, when they're trying to hire new CEOs, new like decision makers in big companies, they're looking for people with the worst like backstories because yeah. they're the ones who could handle yeah. business. Like it, it becomes nothing once you deal with some real shit and yeah. endure it for sure. Yeah, nothing to lose. Hell yeah. Uh, let's talk about content because you guys are good at content and do you guys accredit that to like building buy-in for your guys's brands and everything uh, or on instagram or on tiktok well both at scale all of it um well he's on tiktok he's like the genius behind all the viral videos what's your tiktok philosophy bro um i just try to record i mean honestly Dumb most shit. like all the videos that have gone really popping are videos that has like shit that just happens naturally you know we don't try to like kind of like build it so it's just when it happens naturally i feel like people notice that and that's what makes it take off because now i'm just like used to trying to make skits and stuff and it's not it's not doing the same you're trying to go viral yeah, yeah it makes but it but the natural ones have always been able to do numbers yeah like have the, you... the uh the dude got the li- girl's lips set on his face like that was like in a newspaper in the harry styles or whatever no, are you talking the, about that uh, the one that we did where he's uh he got like a cover-up a cover-up and... of his girl's nah was first he got the lips but we like he okay. He came to me. and He's like, I'm trying to get my girl's lips, and I'm like, There's no way I'm gonna tattoo that. He's like, No, I really want to. Yeah. I was face. like, Okay, well, let's do this. I'll tattoo the lips, but you let me make a TikTok. So then I, <laughs> we made like this whole crazy story where like she ended up uh, calling him and telling him that he was crazy. That why would he do that? It's only been two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Damn. Yeah. So that that took off, and then we did the second part with them, which it was he was doing the cover I was up. Doing the cover up. Rose. <laughs> How much longer ago was that from the actual first tattoo? Oh uh, man, no, it was what? A couple months, six months? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, it, it was like it was time. yeah, it was way like it wasn't really close together, but just the story behind it and then it was the part two, so we made it into uh like a series. What, what, what do we do? Oh, where he calls his ex and he's like, Oh look, I'm getting your lips covered up and she starts like kinda like, Oh, like why would you do that? I only cheated on you once. Some crazy stuff, you know? But those videos, man, those videos went viral, super viral. People talking shit about them in the comments, calling them stupid. (laughs) There was another podcast that, like... Yeah, they were talking about One of our clients, like, brought it to our attention. Like, yo, they're talking about you guys on this podcast, and we looked it up on Spotify, and it was, like, 45 minutes in, and they were just ripping this guy. (laughs) Almost every piece of content we've had go viral on TikTok or Instagram, it's people talking shit in the comments mostly. That's like negativity. Negativity is good headline. For real, but that's like cyberbullying. Go ahead. So like, um, what what are like, because you were saying you didn't want to do it at first, the lips, unless you made the TikTok, but like what are some other things like you won't tattoo? Like what's like the list of like, if people ask, like you're like, nah, like I'm not doing Um, it. Tribal. You won't do travel at all. Hell no. It's just not your not your niche. Hell no, it's boring. Yeah. But like <laughs> me, it's yeah. depending on how broke I am, like that week or that whole month. <laughs> I'll do whatever except try to tattoo somebody's crotch, which they have asked before and I said no. I was That's like, a no go. 
I seen just no way. <laughs> the craziest tattoo I personally ever seen when I was like 18. I was working for this this old man, family friend of my dad's, old biker dude. He's like fucking 75, and he was moving from Santa Rosa to Idaho, and we were helping him load all of his shit into like this 32-foot semi-truck. And uh, me, my our partner Tyler, who's also on the podcast a lot, but he's not here today, and then this yeah. other cat, Donnie, we were working with at the time. For some reason, we were talking about pain tolerance around this old man. And my buddy Donnie was like, I got a like high amount of pain tolerance. And this old man is like, pain? You guys want to know about pain? And he drops his fucking pants, and he has an elephant on his stomach, and the trunk of the elephant is his fucking cock. And then, so we're like 18, 19 year old, and he just fucking flashes us his tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the trunk, our jaws are dropped, and we're like looking at each other, just completely shocked. And then uh, he's like, and then I got this when I was 50 just to prove I was tough. And he pulled up his fucking nutsack and he had a little tattoo on the bottom of his nutsack, too. And I was like, you're a fucking insane man. And I would draw the line uh, there, too. Uh, Never doing that for a person. Um, you know, he said he tattooed his balls or whatever. The other day I was thinking about tattooing my pecker. I don't know why, but it's like, all right, I'm getting to an age where I'm just like, I might <laughs> do a little. It's now or never. Like, <laughs> he's going to do it for me, though. <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's, uh, rocket. what's the worst tattoo experience you guys have ever had with a client? Uh, tattooing clients that are griefing, probably. Because mm. they're always, you know, there's a lot of. Extra package that comes yeah, along with that. And it's like, yeah. It, it gets crazy, and I don't know. It's They're just not in the right mental state. You guys aren't therapists. No. Uh, yeah. Not. Well, in a way. <laughs> that probably sort helps. Like, like a certain point where it's too much. Yeah, but like, I think after grief, like, that's, no one can be a therapist for that. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, you know, like yeah. mentally, like all around for them, for us, you know, because we don't know how to act, you know, because you see somebody and their reaction and. Just like you know, it gets to be too much. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, what do I do? You know, how do I act? You know, do I feel some type of way? Do I pretend like? Yeah, you know, I had good and bad though with grief. Like I had a girl who didn't like the how the tur- uh, portrait turned out, and she was like telling me a million things that she wanted it done to it. Like she wanted the braces off, she wanted to look cartoony, and she didn't like it at the moment. But then she came back and she actually liked it. Really? Yeah, that was like the bad, probably one of the worst experiences, kind of. Yeah, no, everybody was on, like, I told the guys, I'm like, hey, I'm leaving, but make sure my boy's straight, because, you know, every, every, yeah, it, was looking tense, you know? it was looking and tense, you know, it was looking tense. just like, lost somebody, Yeah, and, like, they like, were, like, just, like, you know, it got, they were cool. They're in extra yeah. sensitive states. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, like, definitely a healing process, and you don't want to be there for that. No, they're a punching bag for that specific yeah. reason. Do you guys have a favorite piece you've ever done? Probably this one right there. Did you both do it together or no? no that was just you. Did you guys That's do that? Fucking insane, bro. Like tattoo together, like at the same time, or like you know We've separate. Done it it's a little harder. Like a bigger piece. I remember putting somebody, uh, two people in the same bed and tattooing them. Trey and his guy. <laughs> yeah, back at the old shop. The old shop was uh, super ghetto. Like I the wish. ghetto, it like if you guys go there. We would not do this interview over there. This is hella nice. It's hella nice. <laughs> hell in yeah, it looks hella is, good. It's like comfortable. No, it's beautiful. The other shop was like this size. Probably, <laughs> but with like four or five artists, yeah, about give or take about this size, and then one of the all the beds were broken, so we like improvised and yeah. got a broken bed, <laughs> put our uh, armrest underneath, kind of hold it up and put the two people. It was a couple, yeah. So we just put them together and just tattooed them together on the same bed. Scrappy, yeah, <laughs> you gotta get scrappy. I fucking yeah. love it. Us, Brilliant. us two, same thing. Collectively, aside from this podcast, we do creative marketing for a bunch of businesses yeah, in the North Bay. Me. So 
before we move into like a really nice office for the first time in April, we were working fucking in a barn upstairs, just 600 square foot, like no floors, not painted, like yeah. just free desk. We got off Facebook Marketplace together. So it's a, it's nice when you, you get to like evolve into something like this. Cause this place ev- down to every single detail, this place is fucking beautiful. And you guys seem like you're on the pulse of like culture and kind of setting trends within that, of like style and art. And yeah, it's cool when you evolve to that and you get to appreciate it with that that scrappy background. Yeah, for it feels sure. more comfortable when you're in a space like this. You feel yeah. more inspired to do shit. Yeah, you know? in your own space. Yeah, so. sure. Word. You guys have tattooed some crazy people in, in the past, too. Like Najee Harris. Yeah. What, why don't you tell us about that? That's a pretty crazy story. It was crazy that the girl that was grieving that, uh, that she didn't like her portrait, that was the girl who uh, who introduced me to him. Yeah. yeah, she just hit me up. She said his full name. I didn't know who he was. I don't really watch football like that. But she said his full name, so I YouTube him. And then I'm like, oh, his his videos had like 100,000 views, and he's like still in college. So then... Oh, he I, was still in college at the time? Yeah. Oh, oh damn. Got his first tap in the area right here Word. on his neck. So, uh, yeah, she hit me up for him, and I had just gotten a flake or something for like the next day. So I was like, all right, uh come through uh like it was like a wednesday so he came through wednesday and he got tatted and we've just been tattooing him ever since oh yeah what about uh i also seen stalking your instagram a little bit drake was wearing a shirt with your art on it how did yeah. what's the story on that how did that come about so i forgot i think 2015 there was a mag dre art show and this one dude named street bleach i think his instagram now is it's the bay it's a pretty popping Instagram. He threw a Mac Dre art show and he invited me to like do a art piece. So I kind of just did one, not really like too. I don't really not cared too much about it, but I like just kind of did it just to do it. And then um, this lady named Carrie, she works for Rap Bay. She uh, purchased it. And then after she purchased it, she was like, uh, "Is it cool if we make shirts out of it?" I was like, at the time, I was just already tattooing and already like good, like money wise. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, it's good. And they just made shirts out of it. And like, I think, I don't know if they gifted them to a bunch of people, like rappers and stuff, but uh, that shirt went everywhere. And then uh, Drake, I think, got one from Mac Dre's mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Fuck, that's, that's how that happened. That's seen, a hell of a story. It was like all Drake, like pre beard, like. Like is, right, it was a while ago, huh? Not too long ago. Not too long ago. Yeah, honestly, my whole like six, my whole tattoo career is just mashed up into one big year. Yeah, like in my mind, like I don't really, I can't tell mm-hmm. like uh, what years what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was. I think he did have a beard. In the picture, he has a beard. I don't know. I don't know, man. You're the Drake expert, bro. I'm the Drake expert. <laughs> yeah, are you? <laughs> I think it um, might be pinned. Did you get the? Do you get like a link with Drake at all, or like? No, nah, not Have at you all. hit? It, have you reached out at all? Nah. He probably maybe need an artist in the area. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Knows? I don't like to like reach out to. Drake. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I like to yeah. be so dope that everyone like comes to. Me. Yeah, yep. yeah. Other people say it about you. Yeah. Do you guys do um, like? custom like one of one pieces of art for people too or just mainly focusing on tattooing right now um it just all depends on how cool we are but honestly like not really yeah tattoos. i do you Burn, do yeah burner hit me up for a painting i oh, don't even word. paint but he hit me up so i was like i'm not gonna turn this down yeah, so yeah. i just did it just because he hit me up personally like on dm randomly that's tight what did you uh paint for him uh the jacka 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's for it was for his uh, lemonade store in Antioch. So that's dope. Like the Pittsburgh area, so he wanted some other jacket. Yeah, that's his uh, store. Big bro, he yeah. uh, they represent. Yeah, and I grew up off of them too. So like, uh, he gave me like the number for the lady for the for the cookie store, and they wanted to buy it, but I was like, I just did it for free, just cause I like doing stuff that like appeal that like would interest me at like fifteen or sixteen. Mm-hmm. I used to like walk to school to this dude's music and stuff, so it was pretty cool to do that. That's gangster. I, don't I think even think he knows that either that I didn't charge him. Really? Yeah. Hopefully he hears it through this somehow, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I think cool. it's important though, like what you're saying, you try to do shit that your fifteen, sixteen year old self would be happy with. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people they become adults and they lose touch with like yeah. their inner child and what they enjoy. But I was just reading this book about Steve Jobs a couple months ago. The guy who wrote it about him interviewed Steve Jobs a bunch, like the only guy Steve Jobs ever took for book interviews. And he wrote a book about Albert Einstein. And then I think one book about Gandhi too. I th- uh-huh. I might be wrong on that. But he was saying what he noticed between like all three of these powerful, influential people was they fucking all were kids at, at like Steve the Jobs. inside. Yep. They never lost sight of that and just yeah. did what their inner child it's wanted. Important. It is. It yeah. is. People. Yeah. Do you ever have times like, like clearly you're like a passionate artist, but like, do you ever have times where you have like a, creative drought like a little bit like you don't want to you know you don't want to yeah, draw or like you know because like that's definitely something that happens with our job because we're trying to come um, up with, like tattooing not really i'm always like inspired and motivated to tattoo but like with drawing i be drawing with markers and stuff mm-hmm. and it, like i draw for like two minutes straight and i have to go on my phone yeah it's just like i don't know yeah. get burnt out off of it yeah. faster but with tattooing since i don't know if it's because my job but I don't get burnt out on You want to get better, too? Yeah. yeah. Constantly trying to learn and stuff. Uh-huh. What about you, Punch? Me? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm getting to that age where I just want to spend more time with my kids and my family. Your so, kids? I mean, my kid. Well, I'm going to have more, you know, so, like, eventually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be kids, you know? You guys so. are both dads, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, I love tattooing. I love what I do. But I've done it for so long that, you know, do get burnt out like my, my whole mentality is to to make money mm-hmm. you know that's what i want to do um so I'm, I'm trying to branch off to other things you know not just tattooing you know business wise just do other things make other moves you know do you have any plans like that you want to talk about here um, you want to keep it on the hush hush don't, don't tell them we're uh we're in the process of uh trying to open a taco truck we're getting one oh, built, shit. yeah down in la uh it's been a long a year and a half I guess the, the the wait was a year and that went by quick so now we're just like last time I talked to them they were building it so anytime soon I want to start the year right hopefully we'll have it hell yeah in the new year you know and you guys is it going to be for Sonoma County you guys are going to be running in LA uh no, no definitely Sonoma, Sonoma County, County. Oh, Rosa, Rosa, yeah. How, they're just building them down there yeah, yeah exactly yeah. That's where everyone gets a map right yeah, don't, tell nobody. Over there, but yeah. don't tell nobody everyone that's just <laughs> you guys are going to fucking crush that I could already tell yeah, with your so. guys, yeah, yeah your guys are going to try to bring our uh or art and yeah, whole, art's a good idea. Yeah. To like make it look more eye appealing and make people want to go to it. I think that's a good selling proposition because if you if you go down Sebastopol Road, they're all the same like style oh, at yeah, the surface course. level, right? Like yeah. Yeah. if you took off the logos, you wouldn't be able to to identify any of them just by their their food or their trucks because everyone's just doing the same. So if you guys come at it with your fucking taste, yeah. that shit's gonna go off. I guarantee you. What else, yeah. What else you got? Um, Art. So, uh, you know, it's dope, you know? Cause Hell yeah. 
art just you can do so much with art you can just expand and do so many different yeah it's not just tattooing or just painting or art you can like open up businesses and just make it stand out with stand out just because hell yeah Yeah, it's the number one commodity on planet earth I always tell these guys even just like look at the Mona Lisa or the single pieces of art that sell for millions and millions of dollars because of status and ownership one of one and and whatnot stories behind it hell yeah you guys have goals for uh feel gooding for like 2023 or you just kind of um you just want to make probably more merch work uh definitely we're definitely working on the merch and making that pop in like that's something i really really want to do and that i think about every day (laughs) no for real like I've, i've been like countless uh countless hours countless hours at night because everything's done at night you know where uh i have to stay up and yeah like the distributors distributors right yeah across the world working with them on alibaba and whatnot sir where do you guys get inspiration for like style and art and everything just so just what usually what everyone else is making we just give it the tattoo edge or like our edge to it Mm -hmm. so that's how we really just think of of designs and stuff or we see something from the old times and try to recreate it make it brand new or something um what do you think Brian? um well i don't know man i mean it all comes down well yb he, he's good with the with the skills and designing stuff i just kind of try to like do what he's doing you know and try to uh put my own style to it but honestly it all comes down to him you know he, he's he's the He's an artist, and you know, and I try to be more of a the background business guy, you know, and try to kind of work together, you know. It's a yeah. good partnership. Oh yeah. yeah. Good. So what I'm, I just noticed right now is I'm more like the art guy that's like more passionate about art, and he's still passionate about art, but he has like the the money mind, business oriented. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like a just good. Competition. It's hard to monetize art. Yeah, it is. It's really hard. It's one of the hardest things to monetize. Yeah. Um, but well, do you have like? Any big tattoo or really art in general? Like big big things you wanna do? That I wanna do? Yeah, like like plans of something that's like crazy but um you know, you're not quite there yet, but you got it in the works. Um I want I wanna tattoo this guy at the Golden Gate Bridge. That's, that's something that's gonna be cool. That's like kinda like, big art yeah. type stuff that but like other than that, like just do maybe more stuff like that where I tattoo like different scenery or something on a podcast, or something. <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> damn near yeah damn near about to get tattooed right now <laughs> um, legacy too because i remember when you tattooed my arm we watched la originals yeah and that guy i mean like I you said like 10 times i dude i watched it like two or three times after we watched it because i was so fucking jacked mm. up creatively yeah, uh, yeah. and i was even showing angel i was like bro watch this style watch this photographer like this yeah. is this is gonna be us if we keep working and it's just uh, i think what you guys are doing consistently and generously over long-term periods of time, you guys are fucking so great at what you do. Like you'll have that legacy even just from doing what you guys are doing yeah, today over like and over. Yeah, you'll have that on accident. Because the burners, the Najee Harris's, the we were watching the dude who's boys with YG when you were tattooing and he was talking oh, so about his Drake thing. Like those guys oh, are gonna yeah, keep yeah. coming. Yeah. Because you guys are dope. It's fucking. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. What are your guys' uh, top five favorite like music? Musicians you guys are listening to right now, bro. I'm hella Mexican. I'm I'm half Mexican only, so no, I can't. I don't like, even speak it, bro. But fuck it. Oh no, I like to stick to the old school uh, corridos, um, Mexican rap, Cartel de Santa. Probably one of the biggest ones. Would probably be Cartel de Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, 
He's like the Mexican fifty. Shout out to Carter de la Sata. Bravo. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> he has his own tattoo shop too. He has a really? tattoo shop. Yeah. Everything. But that's his for sure favorite. Um, that's pretty much it, man. I don't know. There's uh Mine's Tupac. Mine's sure. Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially because he was out here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. In the streets of Santa Rosa as a broke little boy. Yep. He went yeah. to Montgomery and Santa Rosa High School for a minute, I think. Yeah. But yeah, whatever you could relate to yourself, obviously. You yeah, and then more. a lot of people don't know that either. So I really uh, fuck with Tupac. And then Nipsey, obviously, I feel like after he died, everyone wanted to make a business. And if, like, you see yeah. there's hella businesses now. It, like, made entrepreneurship, like, cool. Yeah, it's, like, like, not, like, nerdy, up. like, yeah. Like, yeah. Last, like, five years, entrepreneurship has become it's cool become, all like, of a sudden. in the culture, like, yeah, like, cool. Like everyone's doing it. Yeah. So. You see a lot of people him. only pop up for a year, a few months, though, and then they fade off once they realize fucking how hard this it's shit hard, actually yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And, there's some, though, mm-hmm. that last... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The real ones make it through. They have to. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's when, uh, when COVID was happening. Yeah, that's cool. Like, that sort of outlaw vibe with it. Like The only thing I could associate and relate to with is uh, I trained jiu-jitsu at this place, NorCal Fighting Alliance, and they were completely shut. Like All gyms were supposed to be closed for the yeah. same reasons, right? So fucking people were... I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this. It's long gone now, but people were sneaking through the back door, yeah, and you yeah. just had like this... Closed windows, like lights off, like little army still trying to grind together, yeah. and it was a, it's a, it's a fucking cool vibe for sure. Yeah. Will you guys be open to getting an apprentice at any point? I got what a whole they? bunch. I fired a couple of them too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> what was the? Why did you fire them? What was the issues? Laziness. Yeah. Not wanting to put in the work. Um, yeah. Just half-ass, man. Like we, me and this fool, we fucking did countless hours at the other shop deal with countless encounters a lot of criminals criminals possible killers mm. yeah like i almost lost my life for this shit and then to bring somebody here where it looks hella nice and they don't want to put in the work like it's not happening you know yeah where the ethic is i feel like it's going hella down mm-hmm. yes it is like, like everybody want to go to target yeah. or like other places like i feel like people don't like to like they overwork don't appreciate it. Yeah, they're not I don't like. I don't know. It's just the work ethic's not there. Have you guys heard that saying like, strong, strong men create strong times. Strong times create weak men. Weak men create like hard times, and like that cycle just like repeats. Oh, I might have fucked that up completely, but <laughs> we're we're in the <laughs> we're in the stage. I feel like where strong men have created weak times, and fucking just everybody's getting soft. Like, kind of yeah. at whole people don't want to work. Um, People don't want to communicate nicely, better themselves or anything. It's a it's a strange time indeed. Yeah, definitely. Do you guys feel bad having to fire people? I've only had to fire a couple people, and I fucking <laughs> yeah, feel good. bad. Um, Not really. No? No. I kind of like doing it. It, it. They'll catch me on a bad day. Keep it gangster. I I'll come it. in, and I'm already in a bad mood, and then they'll just be slacking. I'll be like, you know what, bro? It's time for you to go. But it's crazy, like, to hire someone and have them not work as hard as you. Like, you yeah. should try and be trying to work harder, than, you know? Like, yeah, of course. If you appreciate that's it. That's crazy. How do you guys find good workers? I mean, all the people that have came around, some of them have been our friends. Um, I don't know, man. It's really hard because, like, friendship and business don't go together. But then, like, what we do, it's like, we... You know, we, you don't really have to go to school for this. So, like, I don't know. When I get an apprentice or whatever, most of the time they're doing bad. 
So I kind of try to save them, you know? Mm. And that's the hard part because it's like you're almost dealing with a child. You know? Yeah. Trying to turn them into a grown man. Yeah. Know? And it's really hard. It's but, more than just teaching them how to tattoo. Yeah, it's like life, you know, and it's like waking up on time, going to work, being consistent, like yeah. all these other things that at home they probably don't do, you know? So it's like I have to, you know, teach them how to be a grown man. It's not just about tattooing, figure. you know, a father figure. I like what you said about finding, like, the fucking wild ones, though. Like, uh, yeah. There's this old saying, like, sometimes the wildest cults make for, like, the best racehorses. And, like, Damn, you, Billy got hella saying. <laughs> he reads all the books. I yeah, fucking yeah. just he live in books. books yeah. day, and even, like, uh, another example of that is uh, the Roman emperors, like, Marcus Aurelius, those dudes, Julius Caesar. When they used to find like their head military dudes, they would look for the best thieves because they knew thieves were if they could get away with it oh, yeah, a few times, then they were fucking smart. Yeah. So I don't know. We like to we like to hire the the fucking rejects and bad boys too, and try to groom yeah. them into something beautiful. Yeah, definitely. They make the best uh, story. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hell yeah. Um, where can people find you guys? Social media, all that stuff. Uh, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I just got Instagram. Um, just on Instagram. <laughs> young Blood on Instagram. At Young Blood underscore WST. Poncho seven oh seven Inc. Hell yeah. Uh, Feel Good Inc. What was it? Official Feel Good Inc. for the TikTok and then Instagram Poncho seven oh seven Inc. Word. If you guys had to give one piece of advice to some kid listening to this, he wants to be a tattoo artist. He's starting from fucking square one. What would you guys tell him? Be passionate. Keep at it. Yeah, once you got that passion, everything else will come. Like, if you love to do it, like, that's all you need. And Uh, probably some skill. Yeah. You need some skill and some talent. If you're not born with talent, you need skill. And if you have that and passion, then uh, you'll end up having a career that you'll love. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I think we'll end it on that. That was beautiful. <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. This was awesome, man. We yeah, appreciate you guys definitely. chopping up game and whatnot. Uh, you guys fucking killed this. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was not bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. Peace.